this is Mishy Hakak, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Rob Seema of Skywars, a competition between the nation's top pyrotechnicians presenting concerts in the sky via firework choreography. Oh my gosh, how interesting is that? Hi, Bob. <laughs> Hi, happy to be here. I mean, this is this is so cool. I love this. And and as I said when I first met you, I see the results of what you do, but I have no idea how you guys make that happen. So yeah. I want to uh, first of all, how in the world did you get into this? <laughs> well, I I like to joke that when I was about five years old, my dad handed me a firecracker and a lit Salem light cigarette and said, "Go out there and light that firecracker." And uh, <laughs> That's when it started. <laughs> yeah, you oh know, I, I was the, um, so when I mean, every family has one, I think, and you get the, the one family member that is the fireworks person. And so I had a cousin and he and I would drive all over town buying fireworks. And then on the fourth, we'd have a barbecue and then, you know, we would put on the, on the show. And uh, I think it was probably 2007 or 2008 he and I had gone and done our usual fireworks run. And this is one of those years when, you know, it was, I don't know, hundred degrees with hundred percent humidity. Sounds we, like were, St. Louis. <laughs> we were dying and we thought there's gotta be a better way to do this. And so I think I Googled something like, how can you fuse a bunch of fireworks together so we wouldn't have to, you know, do so much running. And, uh, turns out you can do that. And, uh, the site that I went to, which is no longer alive was called Pyro Universe. And it was a bunch of uh, professionals and hobbyists, and uh, they got together every year and they did some. There was a, a thing called the St. Louis Shoot at the time, and basically it was all the people who on the 4th of July are putting on those great shows that everyone sees uh, in towns across the, uh, across the country. And uh, they get together in the fall after the season's over, and they're like, We're gonna, we're gonna shoot for us and share, uh, share tips and tricks, and you know, just get together. and so I asked my wife, I said, Hey, there's this thing in September. It's in, it turns out it's only 20 minutes from our house. Could I, could I go? And she's like, yeah, knock yourself out, man. <laughs> so I went and, uh, I walked out onto this field where a bunch of guys were setting up for these shows, which like nothing I'd ever done. And I thought, it's my people. Oh my God. I found it. <laughs> I have found, I yeah. have found my tribe. <laughs> exactly. Oh so, my you gosh. know, fast forward, fast forward 12 years and I'm vice president of Missouri Pyrotechnics Association and have my ATF license and my Missouri display operator license. And, you know, I, I'm not, um, I mean, I'm not in the fireworks business, but I, do, I shoot a bunch of shows around the fourth and at other times of the year. And then Sky Wars is sort of, you know, our big project. Well, and it's, I mean, it's just fascinating, you know, I mean, for one thing, I feel like fireworks, it's become bigger than ever. Like, it's not just a 4th of July thing anymore. I mean, it's, there. I feel like fireworks are going off all the time now. <laughs> that may just be because of COVID. I know. But that you think that's it? It's a yeah, COVID a, thing? A lot of people, you know, the, the fireworks sales this year were up, you know, 300% or something, you know, all the shows got canceled. Somebody went out and bought fireworks and shot them at home. God, yeah. They're, and they're like, we're bored. Let's go, let's I, go I shoot think up fireworks. It. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I bet you're right. I bet yeah. you're right. Yeah, I think that, I think so, that's a lot of it. So then, um, but it is amazing to me. I mean, I, I do feel like around the 4th of July, well, actually starting in May, all the tents go up. 
right. <laughs> where you can buy these fireworks everywhere. Yep. But you guys, it's not the fireworks you buy. Um, well, in some cases it is, you know, many of the shows like at, at Sky Wars, and I know we'll, we'll get into it, but we have a, um, we have a, that competition division and it's almost like, it's like, um, stock car racing, you know, they, they give, they give everybody the same exact car and, you know, there's all kinds of limits about what you can do. And, and then they, they race them. Well, part of what we do, one of, one piece of our show is we give three competitors. We say you're only allowed to use consumer fireworks. So a lot of the stuff you'll see is the stuff that is available in tents. Okay. Um, and all that's left, and we limit the number of electrical matches they can use. We limit uh, how long it can be, um, how many, uh, how much fireworks they can use, how many cases of fireworks they can use. And what's left is, you know, how good are you at, at choreographing a show and, and how good are you at executing your vision um, and we and we crown a champion every year. So so some of what you'll see is stuff that you would see in a tent or be able to buy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So how in the world does this work? I mean, like I'm I'm guessing are computers involved these days? They and are. you know, yeah. They are. What is, yeah I mean, it's what? really been revolutionized. I, I would say in the last 10 years things have completely changed. Um, okay. so a couple of things have happened. Um, one is that these electronic firing systems have become affordable. So it used to be, you know, it's $10,000 to even get started. Well, now, you know, for a few hundred dollars, you can actually get, you know, a basic system that will let you shoot, you know, a digitally fired system, which is what you need to be able to shoot a pyro musical. Um, And the second thing that's happened is that we, um, uh, the, uh, they've got the simulation software now. So it's 3D simulation. You can actually envision the entire display with the music, um, time oh down to gosh. the hundredth of a second, and you get it set up exactly the way you want it. And then basically you take the script out of that and you plug it into one of these digital firing systems and it'll shoot everything exactly when you, when you want. Sophistication. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's yeah, so amazing. So that's really been good. I mean, I, I think that, um, it used to be that you had to have, I think, a really you had to be able to, somebody who could really envision things in your in your mind, right? And um, now you're able to sort of tinker and play around with things, and that's making a making a big deal. And then is it like I'm, I'm envisioning you figuring this out? You're you get you're at the computer, you're putting this all together. I yep. mean, do you guys have like? Oh, it's the blah 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 firework, and I need to do a blah 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 firework here. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure they're yes. not called blah blah blah, but um, but I mean, and then and then, do you guys ever get the chance to inform the firework makers? Like, can you guys make one that does this? You can. I mean, you have to. You have to order enough of it that they it's worth it for them to make it. But if you've got something in particular that you want, some colors, some timing, you know, you can definitely you can definitely do that. Um, and you know, there are, so there are a number of, of different types of effects of fireworks. So you've got, um, you know, a, um, um, there are aerial fireworks. So the things you see in the sky for the 4th of July, peonies and chrysanthemums and willows are the ones that really rain down. Those are always kind of a favorite with people, um, in various different colors. So, you know, when you buy them, you'll, you'll, if you're choreographing a show, you might be thinking, all right, this, I want to do some you know, uh, I'm looking for, you know, green here, I think. And so then you can, all right. And what, and then what type do I want? Do I want a peony? Do I want something down low? So there are ground type effects, you know, um, there are things called comets, 
uh, mines, which is uh, so a comet might be like a single streak going into the air. A mine might be like a small, uh, like it's almost like a little fan on the ground. And so you you combine the different types of effects, comets and mines and shells, um, and then you combine different colors, and then you can you know use different angles and timing and, and all that. And that's how you you put together a shell. Wow. What are some other things we just do not know that would be that the people like, you know, when you're at a party and you're talking about what you do, the people go, really? Yeah, yeah it's I mean, I would part of it is a it's it's a logistical exercise in some cases. So you, you might know exactly what you want, but now you have to go find someone who's got it in stock and who can sell it to you. Um, so that can be a challenge. Um and then, you know, there's always the budgetary concerns, obviously, you know, it's, right. it's easy to envision a show that is uh, outside the budget of uh, whoever is uh, paying you to put it on for, for sure. Um, so you're always, you're always balancing, you know, what you, what you envision you're going to be able to do uh, with, um, you know, with what you've actually got the budget to do. So, uh, so that, that definitely makes a difference. And I think, you know, uh, uh, what a lot of people don't appreciate about it is, just especially for a pyro musical, uh, just how much time goes into um, into developing, and how much time once you've even got your your script together. You know, you, I might spend forty or fifty hours just coming up with the script, uh, and then I might spend um, you know another you know we might spend hundreds of hours just getting it ready, and that's even before we even take it out to the field. So. Wow. Um, one of the things I've heard is like for every minute of show, it might it might be ten to fifteen man hours of prep to put that uh, show on for you. So, and this is you're talking about timing along with the music, you know. Right. I mean, and, and then yeah, with the music, I mean, don't you have to get a license to use that song? I mean, there's there's a lot more involved. There's right? all kinds of stuff to it. Yeah, and then of course, you know, if you're gonna, uh, so once you actually go to do a show, you have to have a li- you have to have a display operator license to be able to to shoot a professional show if you're using professional fireworks um and you know there's insurance and there's all there's all kinds of you have to have a license from the atf to be able to even possess fireworks um one of the funniest stories is you know when i first got into this and decided i was going to go for my license you 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 get your atf license so it's a background check and some other things and um they actually come to your house uh, in, in my case, and you can meet them somewhere, but I, you know, if I was a fireworks company, I would have met them at my fireworks office, I guess, but I'm an IT, I'm an IT guy. So, uh, you know, with a, with a kind of a hobby gone bad. And so the ATF shows up and my wife who works from home comes upstairs and I'm sitting on the back deck, um, having coffee with, with a guy with an ATF jacket on, uh, which my wife thought was, uh, it was pretty funny. So she was like, "Hey, hey, so what's going on?" Right over for coffee, like, hun. I was like, "This is Kevin." <laughs> so oh my funny. gosh! And so then, this has—I mean, the, the big thing now is you do this thing called Sky Wars. Yes, which I yeah. love the name. Um, and and you invite pyrotechnicians from is it are they do they come from around the world or is it mainly united states mainly united states we've had some people there in the past that are from other places so it's put on by the missouri pyrotechnics association which i'm uh, a member of um and we invite so there are several segments of the show it's about two hours long um first part is uh, what we call the competition so we, we always you know a national anthem we always do a 21 gun salute for our first responders 
um, and then we'll do the competition. So that's three shows, and it's the one I was describing earlier where we put all kinds of limits on them so they can't, you know, you're not allowed to buy the show. You have to, right. you have to actually show us what you can do. Um, and they're judged in a variety of different categories around, you know, the, the, the choreography, the music, the, um, uh, you know, we say density of, were they able to sort of keep up the same level of excitement throughout the show? There's, there's five or six categories that they're uh, graded in. And then we'll have uh, some unlimited class shows. So those are, uh, they're mostly those consumer type fireworks that you'll, um, that most people, you know, some of the things they might have in the show are not something you could buy in the tent, but mostly it is, except there's no limits. So we'll just say, go crazy, do as much as you like. And usually they, they like to do a lot. So, uh, so we have two of those this year, um, two different uh, competitors. One of them is particularly interesting. Um, there's a, uh, uh, this, this Bo Domestic's his name, and he has actually put on a, he's written original music. Um, wow. he has performed and produced the music himself, and then he has designed a fireworks show to go with the music. So, uh, it's called This Heart That's of Fire. A, there's very, a lot of hours that go Very cool. That. Yeah. And he, <laughs> and he actually has a, a, a YouTube series that he's putting up. It's like the path, it's called The Path to Sky Wars. And he's, first episode is him trying to finish the solo and the song. And then he's going on from there. So it's really. Oh my it's really gosh. Cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, and then um, we've got our, then we have three professional displays. So those are going to be the types of displays that you would see. Um, uh, you know, at a city type show. So these are the fireworks that you can't buy without a license. You can't shoot without a license. Um, and they have to be, you know, you can't even possess them without having a fireworks magazine, you know, all the, all the requirements that we have to have to do. So we'll do three of those. Um, and, and then one of the things we're known for is our, our, our gasoline fireballs. So uh, uh, the fireball dudes who are from Memphis, uh, Tennessee, uh, led by a, a gentleman named Bill Corbett, they come up and they do uh, gasoline, um, and they'll—I mean, it's just—it's a gas fireball. So you'll see, you know, a two, two or three hundred foot high gasoline looks like a mushroom cloud almost, and oh you feel the heat coming off of it. And uh, it is the fireballs are definitely a crowd favorite. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much gas do they use? Well, um, I think the most he's ever used. Uh, at Sky Wars is uh, about 650 gallons, but he does. <laughs> he, uh, but he does hold the record, uh, the, the world record for gasoline fireball. He did last year, or might have been the year before. He did 1,200 gallons of gasoline in basically one second. So it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's oh something to see, and you're. It's amazing. You're like that's hot. Like I can feel that, that from here and it's hundreds of yards away. Like it's amazing. I can't even imagine. Oh yeah. my gosh. That that's kind of insane. Yeah, it, it is. It, <laughs> it's, like... it's crazy, but it's, it's the crowd favorite. I think the, the thing we're known for most, I mean, besides the pyro musicals and most people have never, have never really seen a fireworks show, what I would call pyro musical. They may have seen, you know, I've got the radio on in the background and there's some fireworks going on. That's like, fireworks shot to mu- you know shot with music as opposed right. to shot to music exactly so you'll, you've never seen anything like it if you haven't been to an event like this and but the fireballs are uh, are what people just they love well, it <laughs> one it's the audacity of doing such a thing right. <laughs> you have to kind of see it but i'm trying to like where 
Okay, I just got to ask about the fireball because I'm I'm a little I'm quite intrigued with this whole idea. Like, is where is the gas? Like, is it where? Like, how does it show up? And then what poor soul so, has to go light that thing on fire? You'll have a well. Like, we definitely use the digital system for that. So you're right. You know, we, it's not like stand, a coin toss. Yeah, kind no, we of stand. Thing, right? You know, you're well away from it. Nobody's anywhere near it when it goes off. It's a bunch of stainless steel tubes or steel tubes. Um, and I know that fireball dudes have them, they could be 12 inches in diameter and, you know, six feet tall. Um, and they could be smaller. So he'll, he'll just fill a bunch of those tubes up. And it's pretty funny because the, you know, we place a gas order in the gas truck, like the kind of truck that you would see that you <laughs> is filling up the tanks at the filling station. This yeah. truck pulls into the field and you explain to the guy who's, you know, running the truck that you want them to fill up these tubes. We'll have 650 gallons, please. Right, which is basically the whole truck. So they have, it's not, it's, they have a size that is uh, behind like an 18 wheeler. And then there's one size down from that. It's basically everything they can fit in one of those trucks. We take it. Oh my gosh. Light it up. Oh, that's just insane. Where does this take place? We're going to be uh, out near the village of Innsbruck this year. So not in the resort, but uh, what we're calling the village of Innsbruck fireworks field. In okay. Wright City, um, gotcha. September 26th. And where do people get tickets? Uh, SkywarsEvent.com is their website. All right. Oh, my gosh. And you do this every year? We do it this every year. Be- this is our 15th year that we've been doing it. So it's been named different things over the years. It was called uh, the St. Louis Shoot for the first few years. But uh, the problem with the St. Louis Shoot is if you Google St. Louis Shoot, you get some interesting uh, results that are not yes. quite what we want. Skywars is good. <laughs> yeah, then we called <laughs> it was called for that. six years. It was called Pyromania, and then Skywars is our first year calling it Skywars. So, I love it. Yeah, it's we're a great name, it. and it it just feels. It describes right. what it is. It's a competition, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's amazing. Very cool. All right, so I have some questions for you. Yeah. First of all, do you have a lot of scars, like burns? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any. <laughs> oh my gosh, congratulations. I don't it have just, any. You know, It seems like you should be congratulated for that. Actually, you know what? That may not be true because there was a the kid across the street when I was growing up. Uh, he and I got in an argument lighting fireworks one time, and I think he burned me in the back with a punk. So I may have a, a scar. Oh, I'm not sure oh. that goes. do you remember this kid's name? <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> Let's call him out now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You know, and it's, it's, uh, so I, I like to shoot. I think a lot of guys like this. Now, now that the digital systems have come on, you know, it used to be that you would be in, uh, and I know they still do this in some places, you shoot manually. So you've got protective gear. No, I gear remember on. that. I remember yeah. the guys a, running out and, and then running back. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Insane. You'd have a hard hat on, you'd have safety glasses and, and, uh, ear protection and you're wearing protective clothing and you're even for professional display, you're out there shooting these. Uh, your hand lighting these these fireworks with a torch, and uh, and I've only done that twice. And the second time I did it, uh, you know, you've got a row, and these these you know these are these were four and five inch shells, so you know they they look like a softball, and they're sitting in a tube that is you know three feet tall, um, comes up to your waist, might maybe even a little taller than that, and you you take a shroud off the the fuse and you light it, and you basically have time to turn around, and the thing goes off behind you. And then you oh turn back gosh. around and then you light the next one. And so, you know, every time one would go up and I was working with another guy and I lit one and I turned around and then I turned back around. And when that one went up, it actually had caught the fuse of the one next to it. Oh. And so the next one, uh, the, luckily the guy ne- with me saw that it was lit and he yelled, it's lit. And uh, 
there was just enough time for me to kind of back off and right in front of my face this four-inch shell went up and uh scared scared me to death and after yeah, that no i was like kidding. you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna <laughs> use my digital system and i'm gonna sit about 600 feet away and comfortably watch the show the other thing that's about light and manual is you choice. can't see the show you know, you're you're it's all straight above you and you can't see right. it so i think it's more enjoyable to be able to see what you created by shooting it electronically is is there a place or like a definite destination that all the fireworks guys have to go check out that may not necessarily be a show, but just be like, we got to go. Like, I mean, is Disney world a thing? Like I have to go to Disney world and I got to go to Epcot and see their thing. There's a couple of those. I mean, Sky Wars is one. I would think it's becoming in in the U S it's one of these amazing shows. Um, There's another one. uh, There's the PGI, which is the pyrotechnic guild international. Um, that's a, uh, it's a group of hobbyists, you know, uh, professionals, uh, they come together once a year and it's a week long convention and they'll do, um, four out of seven nights. There'll be big pirate musical oh, type wow. shows. Okay. Um, so it's, it's great. And that moves around. It's mostly in the, um, sort of upper Midwest, maybe to the West this year, it was going to be in Fargo. It wound up getting canceled with COVID, but, um, right. next year it's scheduled to be in Fargo. And then there are some, um, some, some big pyro musical competitions. Uh, so the, the most famous is probably Montreal and it has some okay. French name, Le Ecole something, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but, uh, and, uh, and I actually went last year and it's amazing and it, it, it works a little bit different. So it's, it's over there. They'll have six shows, but they're on different weekends. And it's actually oh, at the you. Six Flags. So it's at an amusement park. And okay. you, you can, with your amusement park, you can add on the, the fireworks show and you stay that night. And it's a, each, uh, and it's country. So we saw Canada and we saw the U.S., I think. Um, and then, you know, Australia, China, Philippines, all these, these teams come in, Spain, they come in from everywhere. Um, so that's a big one. And it's a, sort of a must-see. And it's probably the most famous and well-regarded a pyro musical competition in the world. Got yeah. And then uh, another Pyro Nally, which is in Berlin every year, um, also canceled this year. It was on my list. It was on my list for. It would have been going on about now. We probably would have been leaving maybe next Aww. week. For it. Uh, that's a big one. But there are others. There are competitions in uh, Manila and Singapore and uh, the UK. They're, so there's they're they're all over. Malta is another place that is really known for fireworks and they'll do, uh, they've got a lot of these, you know, uh, these fireworks manufacturing families. So the way, the way the business works is there are these, you know, fireworks dynasties, I'll call them. They've been doing fireworks for years and it's, you know, handed down from grand, uh, granddad to grandson. Oh, and, cool. um, Malta has like all these really amazing and they'll, they'll make these, these shells that are six feet tall and, you know, eight, it's 12, 12, 18 inches around and, and shoot them. They're, they're, they're crazy. These huge canister shells that they'll shoot. Are there Multi- any in Mexico? Cause the, the few times I've been to Mexico and seen, um, there a fireworks show there. It was very dangerous. <laughs> I don't think they had a lot of rules in place. <laughs> they they were like shooting them at the crowds. I'm like, Oh yeah, this isn't yeah. good. And then I was trying to figure out, um, why I was watching some guys, they were tying all these ropes in the palm trees. 
I'm thinking, I wonder why they're tying all the ropes to the palm trees. Well, because the palm trees were all catching on fire and it was somebody's <laughs> job to pull on the rope to shake the fire out. I was like, that's a bad job. That, that, that guy must've done design. something like this is, this is like his community service because he pulled something, you know, but I, yeah, I always, yeah, I, I mean, no kidding. I'm not kidding you. I was like, you guys must not have a lot of rules around your fireworks displays here because they're very scary. Yeah, I think there are. They do. There they do shoot a lot of fireworks down there. I, I think you're right, though. There aren't a lot of. Yeah, get the crowd all riled up. There's all kinds of you know. You'll see video all the time of crazy things that happen around the around the world where you know oh. people are holding them in their hands and you know and they're running through them and there's all kinds of crazy things that that happen. We should not do. No, Those don't are the, do, don't yeah. do these things. Don't do that. It's don't not, try this at home. Definitely don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Are there people in your, like, did, did mom ever say, honey, I don't want you to do this. I mean, did you ever have like, no. was anybody, so you must be, because my sense is you're very level headed and that people believe that when you go into something, you're not going to do anything crazy. Am I right? Well, was yeah, I mean, there are definitely, so there's some people that, when I was younger, maybe I did some things that were probably not the, the best idea. <laughs> Well, uh, and my mom was, and the funny thing is my mom worked for the FBI. So, uh, you know, and, um, I, I do have a funny story about her. She's not, all right, with, let's us. Hear She's it. not with us anymore, but, um, uh, so my friends and I used to take firecrackers and make cherry bombs out of them, but you'd crack them open and you would, you know, take the powder out. Don't do this at home, kids. <laughs> this is a, uh, an instruction. This is a bad idea. <laughs> okay. And, uh, we would, we would have, uh, you would, you would, you would melt some wax and you'd use wax to kind of pack the, the, uh, the powder in once you got it all out. And she came home from work at the FBI and I had a, uh, three of my buddies are sitting around the kitchen table and I have a Tupperware that's like filled to overflowing with explosive, you know, flash powder, um, which I know now if that went off, it would have blown the whole kitchen off the house. Like it was, it's, I don't, I didn't have an appreciation then for just how, big a problem it would have been if that had gone right. off. And uh, she walks in and she sees us sitting there with this pile of, you know, powder in, in the on the kitchen table, si- silver stuff like everywhere all over the kitchen, you know. And then on the stove is a pot of wax bubbling, you know, that we're going to use to pack the stuff up. <laughs> and, and she goes, hey, boys, what are you doing? And I said, oh, we're making, making cherry bombs. And she says, uh... She looks at the stove and she says, you better not ruin my pot. And then she walks out. That was it. That's all she was so this is probably 1978 or something. <laughs> it was a different time. Oh, my time. gosh. Yeah, well, true. We had jarts. Yeah, you know, that's right. So. We did have jarts. Yeah, yeah. Jarts are kill you. We, were, we had very, very dangerous toys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. Oh, so gosh. Again, don't well, do you that. That is not recommended yeah, or not, legal. But, yeah, that's back in 78. Do not do this. This is just a story. That's it's right. fun. Do not that's do right. this at home. Exactly. Yes, exactly. This is really amazing. So um, is there any – I mean, I, I am sure – there are people out there that would love to get into this. What is their yeah. first step to getting into this? I mean, I think the best way to get, if you want, if you want to get, if you're someone who loves fireworks, like, like I was, and you want to get more serious and just learn more about it, a great thing to do is join the Missouri Pyrotechnics Association. If you're in this 
part of the country. If you're somewhere else, there's one all over. Uh, gotcha. you know, the guy I was telling you about, Bo Domestic, who's uh, designed that amazing display with his own music. He's in the Ohio Pyrotechnics uh, Guild, o- uh, OPEG, I think they call it. But there is, uh, you know, you, you join the, the association. We have multiple events throughout the year. Most of them are just private, you know, unlike Sky Wars, where we're putting it on for the, for the public. And really, Sky Wars is a whole weekend of training and other things that we do for the actual members and the pyrotechnic community that, that comes out to it. Um, and when you come to those shows, you can learn from people that have been doing it for years. Uh, we have some people that make their own fireworks. Uh, we have people that can show you how to design and put on a show. And then we even have, um, you know, shows, you know, every time we get together, somebody's putting on the show. And so after you get a little bit of experience, you can raise your hand and somebody, you can take the lead on it. You can choreograph it. People show you how to do it. And then the next thing you know, you've designed your first power musical and away you go. Cool. So this year, what are we doing? We're, we're going to have this, but what are we doing with the COVID? I mean, yeah. is, there's plenty of space I'm going there's to get. There's plenty of space. That. And of course, we're outside. So that's the, if this right. was an indoor event, there's no way we could possibly have it. But, right. uh, but since we're outside, lots of fresh air is one of our best uh, uh, defenses against the virus, I think. Exactly. Um, we've got you know, plans about the, the, the food, you know, where in the past we might have had a buffet. It's just, you know, things are going to be just a lot different in terms of who handles it. And, and the way we're thinking about it is when people come out, they'll probably, you know, cluster with their, with their group, you know, just like you right. live at home, you know, so you, it's you and your family or you and your family and, you know, some friends that you've been uh, uh, sequestering with. And you'll be in your little pod and there'll be in a little bit of room between you and other people. And then when you're up moving about, maybe if you go to the bathroom, you'd have a mask on, that kind of thing. But yeah, we think we'll be able to, because we've got some room, we're outside, uh, we'll be able to, to you know, let everybody enjoy these great fireworks and keep everybody safe at the same time. I think everybody really needs to do something. Is it nice well, to yeah. get out and have a great event like this? Yeah, we need to, to still, you know, live and, and have entertaining things that may not be streaming on our devices at home. Right. So I love yes, it. Just not, fireworks in particular don't uh, translate to video that well. They're still nah. great, but they just, you just lose. It something. doesn't. Yeah. It's much better in, you know, real life. Right. IRL. Well, thank you so much, Rob. This has been a delight. Yeah, thanks, I Mary. love learning, getting kind of that insider view on what happens <laughs> with this stuff. Because I mean, it is, it's interesting. Like I said, you don't really know how it's, I love that there's software. I just think right. that's, I mean, I figured there would be, I'm like, of course there's software, there is. you know, yeah. go, go buy your fireworks software, get going today. <laughs> exactly. Basically. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Well, thank you, sir, so much for your time today. And I wish you great success with Skywars. Thanks, Mitch. I appreciate it. Nice All right. Everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. You can hear us on your favorite podcast platform. Have a good one. We love you. Bye. Bye.